You got your anniversary coming up on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's a special yeah, day. It is. The day for sweethearts. You just got it all packaged in at once. It's really one of the best life hacks that I never meant to do. Because you always remember your anniversary. That's great. And Jeff always remembers too. Yeah. Well, you know, it was the day we went on our first date. So then we decided to just keep life easy, get married on that day as well. Love it. Yeah. The only thing I was hoping for was that maybe Ethan would be born on the same day. Just keep it all that simple, but. Not quite. Not quite. He was almost born on April Fool's Day. Fun fact. (laughs) And said he was born on John's birthday. Yeah. All worked out. All worked out. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. On today's episode, we are talking about relationship habits since Valentine's Day is this week. In Umilaiki, I'm into green breakfast food, and Jenny is into a show on Netflix that will have you cheering for cheerleaders. My win is related to something I finally checked off my list from last year, and Jenny's learn is related to her prior win about her meditation streak for the month of January. Now, let's get into today's episode. Way back in November of 2018, when Jenny and I were doing our year of habit challenges, we took the month of November to focus on habits associated with relationships. We used the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman as our guide, and we explored each of the love languages and practiced them on our sweethearts, but also on all of the important people in our lives. So if you're interested in hearing those episodes and how we did, check out episodes 19 to 23. On today's episode, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, we want to share some habits that we think can be helpful to connect with your sweetheart. And by the way, if you don't have a sweetheart this Valentine's Day, Many of these habits are great for friends, family, and maybe coworkers. That's a maybe. We'll see. Um, Basically, anyone that you love and you want to build a more solid relationship with. So we're gonna. Maybe you even just like them. Yeah, maybe you just like them. Um, So we're gonna call back to some of those things that we learned back in November of 2018. But we're gonna dig into some habits that we feel are gonna be helpful this Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So the first one is one that is controversial in my household. But it is this, no TV in the evening after a certain time. So this just basically means take some time to connect to each other without distractions. So I get it, TV's super engaging, but let's be honest, there's just so much great stuff on TV. And frankly, zoning out every once in a while feels kind of great. But I think we've all sat beside someone on the couch watching TV, both with either an iPad, a phone, or a laptop, as well as watching TV, not interacting with each other at all. So Uh it's, and I mean, I've been there, this happens. Um, It's not the best way to connect with someone else and day in and day out. So it happens, but maybe set a bit of a limit and make sure that you're carving out some time to connect without screens. 
catch up on each other's days, etc. A lot of people say definitely don't have a TV in your bedroom. Um, you know, if we're talking about like a, a domestic partnership to not have a TV in your bedroom, we took our TV out of our bedroom. Um, I'll tell you how long ago it was. It was a tube TV. Oh, wow. And we took that out of our bedroom. But guess what? Now we take the iPad to bed sometimes <laughs> and we watch something on the iPad. So, I mean, it's tough, but I think it's a really good habit to get into is to kind of put some limits on that screen yeah. time. At the very least, it's good to examine this and see how you're doing this. Cause I, I agree. John and I've been doing too much of this. We actually are considering cutting our cable because football's over for the year. Cause the Super Bowl yeah. is now done. And, um, and then just having Netflix if we want it and we have Amazon Prime. So there's lots of stuff to watch still. But instead of just having the TV on mindlessly in the background um, that would be distracting and taking away, it might be a good, a good uh, reminder here with this one to, uh, to reconnect yes. in different ways. Yeah, I think it's a good one. All right. Number two is find ways to get to know each other better. So, for example, take the Enneagram quiz or read the five love languages or anything that you just will help you get to know each other better and also anything that will help you to know more about your relationship. So Jenny and I actually did this with the Enneagram in episode 74, and it was really cool to see how this personality typing framework gave us some insights into our relationship as both podcast co-hosts and friends. So this is something that you can do with your friends, with any loved one. It doesn't have to be your partner, but um, that's also a great way to, to sort of get some insight into what's going on for them. Another one you could do is the five love languages quiz or questionnaire. Um, you can go to their website and I'll put links to these things in the show notes if you're interested in these. Uh, but this five love languages book by Gary Chapman um, is the book that Jenny and I have uh, used a lot when we're talking about relationships and habits associated with relationships. So if you have not already done this, it's worth revisiting or it's worth visiting it. And if you have already done it, it's worth revisiting because sometimes it'll change up over the time uh, uh -huh. that you're with a partner. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good one. And it's always good to not only get to know yourself better, but get to know the people in your life better. I think that that's a great one. Um, another one was actually a recommendation from Gretchen Rubin, and she refers to it as warm hellos and goodbyes. So this seems obvious, but when you hear it, it actually makes a lot of sense. And it's getting really intentional about ensuring that when you um, greet each other and when you say goodbye, like any time that you're, you know, say leaving for the day, that you're giving a warm hello and goodbye. So this can mean a hug and a kiss. Um, this can mean, you know, if we're talking about the context of a workplace, making sure that, you know, every morning you're saying hello to everybody. It may seem silly, um, but it really does make a difference. And this is kind of a funny one because work, uh, especially in an office setting, it is one of those strange places that you kind of spend so much kind of passive time with other people in close proximity that you start to not notice each other in a weird way. Um, I actually had a really bad habit at my workplace where at the end of the day I would get up and leave and I didn't say bye to anybody and it became kind of a joke and I didn't even realize I was doing it, but we would all see each other after the weekend and you kind of just pick up where you left off and time just goes on, but I've really made an effort to like, at the end of the day, like go around with my department and be like, okay, have a good night. And really kind of 
Well, that's cool. That, that creates and, pretty cool connection. I like that. And it, I think it helps us see each other as people more rather than just colleagues. Um, but yeah, I hadn't even realized I was just getting up and leaving because I would be so thinking about other things, but anyway, but I think this is a good one. I like this warm hellos and goodbyes. I think that um, the one thing to, that I want to add to this is that especially in certain family dynamics, especially if it always, if it's been sort of the tradition for years and years that this doesn't really happen, that people aren't necessarily warm and touchy feely kind of way. If you take it upon yourself to start this off, sometimes it feels really awkward and strange, but it's kind of neat how if you do it enough times, it just becomes the new norm. So yes. a good example of this is John and I spent a lot of time with two of our nieces just because of proximity. And it was sort of like that, that there wasn't a lot of like, you know, lovey-dovey kind of language. And then one day I just started saying, every time I would say goodbye, I would just say, bye, love you, bye. And then the kids like picked up on it. And now it's just every single time we see each other, that's what we say. Even if we just saw each other like earlier that day, it still happens. And it's that's really cute. a cute little tradition. And I think it'll happen forever now. Oh, that's really cute. Mm -hmm. I like that. So we used to... Um, Ethan, Jeff, and I, every morning as Jeff would leave the house, we would like, Ethan would jump up between us and we would have like a three person hug. Yeah. And it was like, we kind of made like a joke about it, that it was a little sandwich and he's getting so heavy now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to have to kneel down for that sandwich now. I think so. All right. Here's the next one. Uh, it is give compliments. So notice things about other people that you might take for granted or not even think to mention and point out. Um, one of the studies that I was doing a little bit of research on this, and it said that a compliment has the same positive impact as receiving cash. <laughs> awesome. Isn't that hilarious? And I find, I don't know about you, but I find that I think things, but don't say them out loud. Like I will in my head think like, oh, that's a really nice shirt, but I don't always say it to the person. And I'm really trying to not have a filter when it comes to compliments because I my filter works in other areas sometimes but I'm trying to <laughs> sometimes remove, remove it from when it comes to those compliments and really say those things as soon as I think them uh, and also we should add here that when someone pays you a compliment sometimes people are awkward about it but in my experience the best thing you can say is oh my goodness what an amazing compliment thank you yeah you know I have an example of this and it was with a stranger but I think we both left feeling good. It was, we were um, on the highway, stopped at like a rest stop and I was in the washroom washing my hands and this woman came out of the stall and went to wash her hands. And I just looked up and I didn't even think about it. I just said it right away. I said, oh my gosh, your jacket is gorgeous. And she said, oh, thank you so much. And we both left and I felt really good. And she like seemed to feel like really, I could kind of, you know, you can pick up on the body language. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And I thought like, why do I not do that more? I, it's just another way of connecting with another human. It's cool. I like it. Even if it's a total stranger, that's kind of neat. It makes you feel and good. It was a super dynamite jacket too. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. All right. Um, next one is say thank you. Notice the things that the people in your life do and then acknowledge it and say thank you. This is That's so important one. and I think probably a lot of us take things for granted and don't actually say thank you. So even if it's somebody makes dinner or somebody cleans up the dishes or somebody takes out the garbage or whatever it is that your normal everyday things, and they could obviously be big things as well, but those things that are the everyday things that we take for granted, I think a thank you goes a long way. 
Yeah, I think so too. And I think it kind of relates to the last point we were talking about too, is you might think it, but the more you really focus on it, the more you will, I think, notice more things that that person does. It's very similar to the gratitude practice. Sure. Is the more that you notice, you know, the more that you point it out, the more you'll notice it. So I think that that's a great one. Awesome. Good one, good one. I really like this idea too. Check in throughout the day. So obviously life gets busy. Um, maybe we're maybe we're a stay-at-home mom busy with kids. Maybe we're at work. Um, could be anything throughout the day, taking care of other people. Um, take a moment to send a text, maybe make a quick call. Um, and it, it doesn't have to just be about like the logistics of the day, like who's picking up milk on the way home or whatever, but ask the person how they're doing. Maybe share a little inside joke. I think that this is like the best case example of when to use a GIF, like a funny little animation that you can send uh, as a text you know, some way to keep that connection throughout the day and show that person that you're thinking of them, even though uh, you're currently having time apart for whatever reason. Uh, and by the way, this is sort of how we communicate throughout the week. Sometimes mm -hmm. it'll, we won't communicate for four days in a row, but I'll get like some random internet meme from you. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> hey, yep. That's definitely something that happens. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think this really is the best case, like just, and it doesn't have to be anything major. Like for example, like right now, I'm going to just text you a little picture. And this is, I would say common for us. This is a picture of Ethan with cucumbers on his eyes. This is the mm. kind of thing I would randomly send you throughout the week. Like just something silly. Let me check it out. Yeah. Oh, it's like a little spa on the couch. Yeah. He Did he eat the cucumbers be... right after this? He did. Of course he did. He was supposed to be doing that, but. You thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then there. Oh, yeah. cute. Love it. Cool. And then I would send you a picture of my cat. I love it. <laughs> love oh, it. This is really a great relationship we've got going here, Jenny. It's so great. <laughs> it's true. All right. Our next one is have a hobby together. So yes. I've heard, and some people might like immediately go to some kind of sexy time with this, I think, but let's keep it. I PG. did not think that at all, but let's keep it PG. Cause here's what I've heard that you what should have an, in <laughs> should I just start over? No, keep going. This is I've heard I'm that you should have an inside activity. So this could be like playing backgammon or like playing cards or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, go on. Uh, I'm just going to start again because now I'm going to feel self-conscious. No, this is great. You should really leave this. <laughs> um, and also, you should have an outside activity. So, for example, playing golf. And then these are things you can do together. So for John and I, our outside activity is snowboarding. We love this and we love doing this together. It allows us to connect, to be active, um, and it's super fun. In terms of an inside activity, like we play cards sometimes, we like play games sometimes, but we are guilty of sitting on the couch watching TV. So this is a reminder for me that we maybe should find something like, you know, yeah. you could play chess or crib or any kind of board game or um, game like that. Or maybe it's doing the men's game. You would love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, that'd be a good one. Let's clean out a closet together today. Uh, yeah. And fun fact, <laughs> you mentioned chess. That was one of my things on my 20 for 20 list. I don't think I can do it, Peg. What do you mean? It's so, it's so hard. 
Um, Ethan's catching on. I think you just need to give it some time. Oh, gosh. It's like the fact that my kid can play it and beat adults, like, and yeah. And he just sits there and you can tell he's so embarrassed for me. <laughs> it's not cool. Anyway. Oh, dear. I, I really want to figure it out, but I just don't know. Anyway. Okay. So this is going to sound weird. My next one. Okay. But have time apart. I don't think that's weird. I think. Okay. So, and here's why. I think it's important. Like as much as it's important to have hobbies together, I think it's important to take time to cultivate yourself and do the things that you individually like to do, maybe even with your friends. And I think it's important that you don't lose those parts of yourself because it's important to maintain yourself as well. But it also gives you something to come back to the couple um, and has like something to talk about and hear about, you know, outside interests. I think yeah. that's important. I do too. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a good one. I like it. So we're wondering, do you have any other relationship habit tips that maybe we didn't mention here? We want to hear about them. So send an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com or hit us up on the socials using the hashtag the improvement project. All right, and now it's time for a segment we call, ooh, me likey. Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity, TV shows, you name it. It's something that we found we feel like maybe you'll find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So this week, uh, I'm liking Hulk pancakes. Mm-hmm. So I got onto these through a Facebook group that I'm a member of, and it's part of my street parking workout group. Yes. Um, and these pancakes are awesome. So they're called Hulk pancakes because they are bright green. Okay. So I the, love it already. So the ingredients are oat flour, which okay. is um, cool. And if you don't actually have oat flour, I just got it at the bulk barn. But you, if you have a high-speed blender, you can just zippity-doo-dah oats and get oat flour. Um, so oat flour, eggs, Greek yogurt, cinnamon, and a handful of spinach. I have all these things. So you could totally make the Hulk pancakes. So they are delicious, completely uh-huh. sugar-free, include an awesome veggie, and they are green. So I put frozen blueberries in a saucepan for a couple of minutes, um, which makes them a bit syrupy. And then I use that on the top. So then I don't even use maple syrup to put on top of them, but it still seems like it's a syrupy kind of substance. It's a bit sweet because it's fruity. Yeah. And it, they're awesome. And they're really easy to make because all those ingredients in the Vitamix, like 30 seconds, zippity-doo-dah, into the, the frying pan. And then I've got these pancakes. They're great. No kidding. Yeah. So I'm oh, kind of wow. I've had them four times in the last week or so just because they're easy. And I know that they're, they've got good ingredients. So Do you know what I'm going to file this away for? Okay. I'm going to file this away as something to do for St. Patrick's Day. Awesome. As like a little fun breakfast option. Okay, cool. I think that's a great idea. I think this sounds really good. Do you know what this reminds me of that we need to try? What? Chaffles. Oh, we still haven't tried it. I yeah. Know. That was um, just for those listeners who aren't in on our conversation here. Chaffles <laughs> are cheese waffles, and we got the idea from our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin. Yeah, and it's what almond. Was the other ingredients. It was like almond cheese flour, and... cheese, and eggs, and I think that's it. Oh, I'll double I'm check so on that. Intrigued. But we we should come back to chaffles. 
But in terms yeah. of the Hulk pancakes, I will include the recipe and a photo of them in the show notes and on my Instagram feed that will go out with this uh, this week's podcast announcement so you can see what they look like. They're really actually quite beautiful, that green. And um, John's not a fan. I think it's because he doesn't like the, that they're green, but I think they're fine. I love them. Yeah, I think that's fun. I really like that. Um, okay, so for my thing, have you heard of Cheer? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Oh, doggy. Okay. So Cheer is a show on Netflix. And oh my gosh, people listening, if you have not seen it, check it out. This is a documentary that follows the Navarro College cheerleading team. This is in Texas. And it follows them throughout their season as they prepare for their big competition uh, at the end of the year in Daytona. I am not into cheerleading. I did not understand. I kept hearing about it. And so I gave it a shot. Jeff and I sat down and watched it. And I want to say maybe 15, 20 minutes in, we were both fully sucked into it. And we're freaking out like, there's only 20 days until Daytona. Oh my gosh, what are they going to (laughs) do? Like it's really pulls you in. And it is these kids, like, I shouldn't say kids, these young adults are amazing. They're incredible athletes. Many of them have overcome incredible odds to be where they are. Um, the coach is phenomenal in just the way the show is done. It's just really interesting. Like there are some gnarly injuries. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. It's good. I think you would really like it. Okay. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's good. Tell me if you do, because I went to pick Ethan up at a birthday party the other day and a bunch of the parents got talking about it. And it was clear that like everybody was intense and everybody liked it. And the funny part was we were at a gymnastics club and this is like, that's the type of place that they practice. So you're watching your kids do stuff and that's all you can think in your mind is like, these kids could be doing better. (laughs) Awesome. Oh yeah. I'll totally check it out. I think I would like that. I like anything that's got sort of athletics and stuff. So I'm I'm in. Yeah, you'll love it. All right, now it's time for you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. All right, so I'm up for the win and this happened a few weeks ago, but I haven't really had a chance to get super excited about it and share it here. Um, So this was on my 19 for 2019 list. And I thought I was going to have it done by the end of the year. So it didn't quite happen. It was a few weeks late, but I still think it's a big win. So here's what it is. I finally completed the seemingly never-ending task of organizing my spice drawer. (laughs) And it's really lovely. And I will show a before and after in the show notes and on Instagram. So if you want to check out how amazing it looks now. I, there's so much about this that's hilarious. And (laughs) my favorite part was the whole labeling Oh yeah. Because I, I got to witness part of this at Peg's house and oh my gosh, just hilarious. Well, someone else told me that my printing looks like a font. It does. It fully looks like a font. I'm so glad you did the handwriting style. Okay. Well, because it's, it's like looser, more cash, you know? Well, I'm into it and I'll, uh, thank you. Thank you very much for the inspiration for finally getting the spice drawer done. You were, um, 
an important mentor for me in this process. <laughs> Do you know, it made me want to reorganize mine. Oh, it did. And switch the system I presently have. Yes. Okay. It's that beautiful. It oh, really well, is. Thank you. I'm very yeah. excited about it. I will share a picture so everyone else can see it because it's so awesome. lovely. It really is. All right. So what's your learn? I'm up for the learn. And I, I think last week I talked about my awesome meditation streak I was on. Yes. Yeah. Broke it. Oh no. Womp, womp. So last week was a bit of a situation. We, um, traveled a tiny bit, Ethan and I, um, went and stayed over in Toronto and in the midst of all of it, I also was sick and I, it was kind of a yucky one where I was just down and out on the couch for a couple days and everything kind of just got thrown off and I straight up just lost track of the meditation habit somehow still maintained the five minute journal smoothies the water that stuff but the meditation gone that's the one so that's I'm feeling pretty optimistic that I'll get back on track with it um I don't think it's going to be a problem but it fell off amongst the week that was last week well, and I think that you know, the longer we do this podcast, the more it's realistic that that's what happens when human beings yeah. take on habits is that sometimes this kind of thing is going to happen. But what does our online pretend best friend James Clear say, Jenny? Don't miss more than once. And have you missed more than once? Yeah, I have. However, I will say that in all of my reading and watching videos and about habits, I have been able to give myself a lot more grace than I usually would. Okay. Okay. I, if I broke a streak, I would have been devastated before. Okay. Where, oh, I really see it as a lifestyle rather than something to be so regimented about. Um, I see the real goal of the meditation to help myself be more mindful. It's that whole thing that Viktor Frankl talks about with um, stimulus and response, you know, really making sure that you're giving your brain that time to really evaluate things and kind of slow down. Mm -hmm. Um so, I mean, it's, it's not about a check mark every day. It's about being a meditator, not meditating every day. Nice. Look at you being a better yeah. human. Love it. Just this is, also this is justifying growth. my goof up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, um, it's good for us to, this is why we do it every week. You win or you learn, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay. Life goes on. Yes, it does. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know if you have any regular habits that help you stay closer to your sweetheart. For questions or comments, send us an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can also catch us on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter, at jkouse, and I'm on Instagram, at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and we hope that you do, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. It's the most common way that new listeners find our show. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast so that you never miss an episode. We also have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Can we just talk about Valentine candy for a moment? Okay. Cinnamon hearts. Yeah. You like those? I like maybe one or two of them, but after that, yeah. it starts to turn into a thing.
Yeah. What about Hot Lips, the gummies? Oh, yeah. I totally like those. Do you? Aren't those so good? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those are great. Oh, I love Hot Lips so much. That used to be a major issue for me. Whew. Just thinking about it now. I got to go to the bulk barn. I'll be back. Oh, boy. (laughs) I love Hot Lips. Happy Valentine's Day, Jenny.